Welcome to Stop Gamer's it. Dozen. I'm Ritter. Come on. What? <laughs> Someone. Do it. Do it. I won't break. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, due to the internet collect, uh, connection, <laughs> um, my bit is lagging. Please upgrade your internet to Google Stadia Pro. <laughs> nice. Oh, about that. And I'm Mike. Uh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to Gamer's Dozen. And, uh, man, shit has happened recently. Uh, I know one announcement that came through that I'm very happy for. There's a game that's kind of been stuck on an older console that really hasn't... It has a huge fan base, but they've been kind of, like, lacking on being able to play it on current consoles. And it's a game I don't think a lot of people had time to play during its original release, so I'm really glad it's getting a remaster. What, what is it? Um, have you guys heard of Horizon Zero Dawn? No. Oh, is that is that actually the? I, I heard that there's oh, a rumor yeah, that they're remaking it's on Steam it now. Yeah. They, no, no, dude, they are remaking it. I oh. mean, is that any different from um? That's a little soon. Yeah. That's what everyone is saying. Okay. <laughs> they're remaking it for PS5, even though Horizon Zero Dawn is PS4. already available for PS5, and they've already done patches which gives it higher uh, FPS and fidelity. And fidelity. <clears throat> You're better off just making a new Horizon game. It's going to be the same amount of effort. No one knows why they're doing it. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's just like um, Last of Us Remastered. Dude, I did not understand why they did less. Oh, you know the- what? There, I could see one reason why. Now, I don't, I don't know how true it is, but they could be making the remasters so they would work on PC better. No. Again, this is just me theorizing here. So I highly doubt that because one thing that they're advertising as like a bonus for the remaster is they're adding a bunch of the accessibility like options that they added to the last of us remaster and there's no point in doing that because you can fucking patch that shit in like accessibility options and shit are Mm. not hard to patch into existing copies of the game well then okay i i don't know i just there's no reason for them to fucking do that shit that's that that's just a money grab if i've ever fucking heard of one you know sometimes you gotta go where the money is yeah, but there are games that deserve it more. Fucking Bloodborne is older, and everyone wants it out out of the PS4. It's like a different company, keep. man. Different company. Yeah, it's a different company, but I mean, there are games that are more deserving than Horizon Zero Dawn, which well, gotta, is already actively on company. PS5. You, you got to think of it like within that company, though. Like, is it worth it to them to remake an older game that they already? another game that they already have or to upgrade that one for the money and like which one's going to make them the most money they already have it upgraded though i know they do but you know they want to do it again because i don't know maybe not enough people got it i don't know i'm trying to help them out but ubisoft is its own spirit animal okay now it's it's uh ubisoft that made it right yes ubisoft my bad ubisoft ubisoft um also uh cd project red being quite bold, quite quite bold in going. Yep, we've got a sequel to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven coming. Get excited! I did see also that, and new was like, Witcher trilogy. 
man, everyone should be excited for this. I know everyone was excited and, for the Witcher trilogy, but everyone for the Cyberpunk one was like, bro, just fix dude, the first one first. I, th- I think even people are worried about a new Witcher trilogy from them. It's a new point. trilogy? Yeah, it's, completely original. Okay. I think the I think the Witcher one's going to be fine. It's going to be good. They're going to do a great job on it because they I have plenty. Disagree. I, they have plenty of experience in that area, though. They know. Then they, what happened was twenty seventy seven. It's a totally different gameplay. Yeah, it's a, it's a totally game. different thing that they're not used to. You got to think of it that way. They have experience making. Witcher they also games. just straight up lied during development. They did multiple a, times for a game. They have very little experience in making. But then why'd they lie? I don't know. Sell money. I can't justify everything a company does. Then why are you justifying it at all? Because wi- they have experience making Witcher. Yeah, so they have a great track record with the Witcher series they had. And they know how to make the game like work. They know the flow of it. They have the engine already ready to go for building a game. And like as far that. as I can tell, I think like there isn't it, it, the the Witcher books and the games aren't even like one to one. They're not. So, yeah. Yeah, so like a lot of the good things that people like in Witcher are original CG Project that, Red. That's stuff. fine. So I'm not worried about but the Witcher games. I, the Cyberpunk one, I am worried about. I'm I'm worried about all of it because because of Cyberpunk, we have seen they're willing to lie during investor calls, during everything, just to try to sell the game, even if it's literally unplayable at launch. Here's what I'm also gonna say though. This the next Witcher game they make is gonna be under a such a magnifying glass. It's not gonna do as well as the other Witcher games, just because people are now gonna be looking for the flaws in it because of what, because of how they did with Cyberpunk. No, you know what I'm worried is gonna happen. I'm worried that the next Witcher games are not gonna have nearly the same scope as like Witcher Three and stuff, specifically because they're probably gonna be aware that they're not gonna get as many pre-orders. Uh, yeah, that's probably true too. But because I would be surprised if they even got close to similar pre-order numbers as they did with seventy-seven. Has there uh, ever been like such a uh, a huge turn of opinion through one release for a studio, much like CG Project Red? Because they're like a beloved studio until they dropped Cyberpunk, and then now everyone hates them. Fallout seventy-six was for uh, Bethesda. I think people hated Bethesda for a while. Yeah, I think people were getting mad at Bethesda, especially (laughs) because of the release of Fallout 4. No, Fallout 4 did great on sales. It did amazing. Like, yeah, but it, people didn't start complaining about Fallout 4 until Fallout 76. Like, I mean, oh, like, big, I no, in, in big complaints. Because when Fallout 4 came out, reviews from YouTubers and everything was great. It wasn't until people, like, it wasn't until Fallout 76, people were like, oh, these are issues that are also in Fallout 4 that no one really ta- that that were hit, but they weren't a big issue until they started to see them worse in 76. I had the exact opposite experience. I had I heard plenty of criticisms of Fallout 4 that I did agree with. Now I will say I had fun with Fallout 4, mm-hmm. but I also agreed with a lot of the criticisms. Like it had a very mediocre story compared to previous installments. Mm-hmm. It smaller scope smaller scope it yep. felt like a more neutered and like clean version of fallout it uh the the you com- couldn't do weird shit like you could do in like three yeah <laughs> and like it was fairly quick that you would run out of shit to do in fallout mm-hmm. 4 compared to previous games at least that's what i experienced 
Okay, because for me, I had a blast. I didn't. Ha- so the issue, the I will agree, the main story was lackluster, because the choices you had for it were kind of bad. They they, they were bad. Um, but the shit, but the but, gameplay, yeah. I had a lot of fun with the uh, the little the the stories that the quest lines that they did have. I enjoyed. They weren't as good at. Because I was compared this to New Vegas, and the one that Bethesda didn't make. <laughs> yeah, the one that Bethesda didn't make exactly. Uh, so when I played Fallout Four, I had actually very little experience in playing New Vegas. Believe it or not, I played Fallout Four, then I went back to New Vegas because I first did you I d- play three. I played three. I loved okay. three. Okay, and then I played New Vegas, and I didn't like it at first. Mm. I actually did not have fun with it. Then I went to Fallout Four. Had a lot of fun with Fallout 4. And then I went back to New Vegas after playing like a hundred and something hours in Fallout 4. And I was like, okay, I I hear a lot of good reviews for this. And this was still in like like the nuance. Oh, I can hear that. Because when, when did Fallout 4 come out? You know, that's in the recording now, right? Yeah, it's fine. When did Fallout 4 come out? It came out like 2000... Uh, a billion years ago. It came out a while ago, yeah. It's so funny that... Uh, Leading up to Fallout 4, it was one of those rumors, like Half-Life 3, uh, of like a game that's going to be so huge, everyone's looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. And then it finally dropped, so, and then we're like, oh, shit. So, you know, I, I was... 16 times the detail. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like the graphics were, were better than the previous games and stuff like that, so I was all about it. Then I Then as I got older... Like 2019, I would say 2018, I went back to New Vegas and I was like, this is when I finally kind of really harped. This is when I really got into like storylines and stuff like that. And like I misjudged New Vegas when I played it again because I had a I had such a good time with it. And I understood why people were, were liked it way more than four. I ended up liking New Vegas way more than four, but that's not to say I had like, I would say Fallout 4 wasn't a bad game because I still had fun. I got my, for the time, for the time it was released in, I would say it was a good game. Would I say that now into like, as of like 2022? No, it's not that good a game. It's not. But in the time it was released, it was a good game. Now transition that to Fallout seventy six, yeah, where everything was broken. But you know what happens when you stream video games. Mm-hmm. By the way, Stadia's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unfortunate. Now you have to lose all of that progress you did, Mike, on those Fallout games because you played them on Stadia. You know what, Stadia? I really wanted to work. I, <laughs> I uh, wait. Were I, you actually invested in hope? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay. No, that that was me following up on his bit. Um. On his bit, I feel really bad. There are people who put... There's one guy who yeah. put almost 6,000 hours into RDR 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, what the fuck? Um, Is there even nice. like 6,000 hours of things to I, do? Right? No, well, you no. just hunt every animal that exists, right? I guess, yeah. Is there like a Pokedex in that game? No. There, okay. are, there are legendary creatures. Or Le- legendary but it does <laughs> not take you 6,000 hours yeah, it does to not, hunt them. It does not take you yeah, that long to hunt but them. There's but there's like, really bad there's Red Dead Online. So yeah. anyways, but uh, yeah, they have like a bunch of progress in there. But 
there's absolutely no cross save between Stadia and other platforms. Mm -hmm. So a bunch of people are desperately like emailing these companies like, please allow a one-time migration, something, please. I don't want to lose my character. And like, and uh, to the developers, like some of them are trying to find solutions because the fucked up thing about this news story is that only the higher ups uh, in Stadia knew that they were going to cancel it and then they just dropped it on everyone developers included at the same time the employees of Stadia did not know it was happening until 45 minutes before the announcement went public yeah. It was at a morning oh, 8 a.m. meeting where they're yeah. like, hey, by the way, there's a we're meeting. shutting this down. You're not going to have a job in like I, a month. I think what helped no, me it, not... It drops like, in January. January, okay. Yeah. The only thing that's going for me why I didn't believe in Stadia was, one, I already had a good PC. There was no reason for me to have Stadia. <laughs> yeah. None whatsoever. Two, Google has such a bad rap of scrapping things that don't work. Oh, Mike, I is love that the you. killed by Google website. Ah, yeah. And is that the website on my phone right oh, now? Man. Is that the one I just noticed that's on your screen? <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike, you beautiful idiot. Two hundred seventy-four <laughs> projects. Anyways, okay. Right. No, I, but uh, so so let's stick to Stadia for a bit. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh. This uh, took longer uh, than. I think a lot of us expected. So Dude, I guess, I, yeah, I was so expecting a, it to die they get a small the year golf club that it released. I was expecting it to die within the first two years it released. Yeah. So there are a bunch of like. Um, Wait, didn't it? I think it died in the third. I think this is the third year. Right. Uh, it was from. I, I it think will, it's like four it, years. It will yeah. be about three years old when it shuts down in January. Yeah. Yeah. And so like when Stadia dropped. Or, first of all, the fucking ads sucked balls. There was ads? So, yeah. uh, It was, like, they... Google really tried to make this, like, a console PC killer. Like, you're not going to own anything anymore. You're going to just stream games. And everyone unanimously was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, And, like, you know, there is some merit to... um, to like stadia as a concept yes, right there are some absolutely. people that don't own pc uh don't own high-end pcs that can run the games that they're going to want to play just afford a console yeah and so like this is like in uh from like a kind of like consumer healthy standpoint like this is a cool thing right unfortunately they dropped the ball so hard yeah they and did. companies that know what they're doing did it better Right. Like, they came up after they started, and then were like, well, cool. We'll do game streaming, too. And then they're like, cool. Thank you. <laughs> like, when I heard Sadie was coming out, I already knew there were red flags. Like, first of all, one of the big things that came out of, like, the Google beta- may- Google is also, like, this is Google, you know, the yeah. search engine. Well, well, They can't make video games. Well, first games. of all, if anyone wants to do it, Google would probably have been the best to do it. First oh, of all. I disagree. No, no, no. Hear me out. They would have the money to actually back them if they actually wanted to. If they actually want to, they had the power to do so to make it good. They really do, but they don't. They didn't do it. Here's why. Yeah, I, I could see the tech aspect they would have because from in a what supporting role, I'd be yeah. fine with them in a supporting role because there there were developers that were like, "Hey, the technology was there and it was improving." Right. But it was so because my thing was name one video game streaming service that has worked. 
you can't. PlayStation yeah. Now barely fucking functions. I hear Nvidia's uh, doing well. Yeah, and Xbox is just doing great. It the the what the Game Pass? Yeah, because yeah. you can just stream it from your console or from somewhere else, I think. I yeah. have no idea how it works. From from what I'm aware of, <laughs> like yeah, there's remote play, but remote play works by like you guys being on literally the same network. Yeah, and they have like kind of like it downloads it onto your like console and then you just like stream it from Well, there. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm talking about like streaming from some server in California from across the, from and across the country. That as a concept um is interesting. Technology has not advanced where that's viable. It's not. And also, I How should I say this? I might I might be the only one in this boat and tell me if I am going to streaming games makes me very concerned about game preservation. Yeah, absolutely. Like by okay. the virtue of like Stadia dying, that's already exclusive games that are only for Stadia and developers that are going to die. That yeah. are going to Yeah, no, they have Because the other thing yeah. is Google uh has it in the contracts that you can't release it on another console. So some of these developers are like trying to talk Well, some of them cuz some of them are multi-platform. Yeah. S- yeah, but the developers who did make Stadia only ones, they're trying to contact people at Stadia like, "Hey, what about our contracts or There was a game studio that signed a contract 1 week before the announcement went off went out because none of the employees knew that it was going to get shut down. Yeah, and their liaisons to Google were like, "Oh my god, so gr- glad to be working with you." Yeah. So now they're like, "What the fuck is happening now?" Yeah. What do we do? Google's going to just either A pay them off or B they they can void their contract. Dude, they're going to void the contract and leave them to starve. Oh, I th- absolutely. I think this is going to be the plan B. If um since Google has already promised to like refund everything for the consumers i i believe they have to be doing something for the developers because usually in contracts like that if they have a good lawyer they'll have some things like if this like fails a on giant the- ass cancellation yeah. fee but, yeah but here's the problem it's a game studio most of them indie fighting google well no they're not going to be fighting it's they're just not, that yeah. they're going to be like it's either going to be a class action or like you know People are just going to shame Google until they refund them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, and with Google's money, they could easily just go here. You go. They could go do whatever away. the fuck they yeah. want. They they can just go. Here's the money. Go away. Or do you you can't Li- beat us in a literally legal- recently? They had to go through antitrust court mm-hmm. to see if they needed to break up Google into separate companies. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, Google does not have a good track record with maintaining projects long enough to try to improve them or just abandoning them instead of doing <laughs> anything. Like, it's the, the EA red, curse. The thing is, yeah. the red flags were already there in the beta. With, 100%. Like, and it... When, when it, you press the A button and it takes a full four seconds for your character to jump. Well, for me, it was like, first of all, like saying like, you do cannot own the games that you buy on Stadia. Yep. And that if Stadia goes down, you lose those games. If I your mean, internet goes down, you lose those games. If you lose, you lose those games. Now here's if, the thing: what's the difference between that and Steam? Because that's how Steam is. You no. don't own the games. 
if well, Steam goes fair, down, you cannot run those games. To be fair, actually, you have uh, an offline. It, mode. No, Steam has in their contract, in their con, in their like terms of service contract. If Steam was to shut down, they will have a period when you can download all your games onto your computer, and then you can just play them off. And you can still play your games offline even now. I can play my games offline. I do play my games offline. No, you can play them off. Which is the same thing. Yeah. I, yeah. So you're But fine. the second you connect it online, it would do a uh, authentic, like authentication a check. check. Yeah. yeah. But even then, like, but, like, but there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. There's nothing like, wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you're offline because you, you know, aren't in a, a place where you can be online. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, there's nothing wrong with. So Steam already understands this and does things to protect themselves. And the, but so I, you do own the game. The game. But well, I thought Chinese players lost access to their games. Well, that's because China has different laws in regards to what people can no, own. No, because and how Steam just shut down their Chinese aspect of the service, but mm-hmm. they didn't get to keep their games. And that's so. That's what's a, the difference between that and if they shut down in general? Because China has different laws in place for companies. I don't that's, know. That's that's something that's out of my understanding i just know here in america America. yeah here here in america uh steam allows you to will have a period where they'll let you download your games on your computer so you can own them if in the event that they are going to be shutting down i guess uh that that's i don't know i'm whenever we start getting into stuff like here's the thing I legitimately do hope they develop something that works mm-hmm. for people who can't afford a PC, maybe right. can't get around to getting a console. Or but there has to be a of, bit yeah. of like permanence to it. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, and, yeah that was another thing I was going to add to Stadia's issue is another red flag was like they tell you these the speeds that you need to get the best optimal play, and, and they're I was like, like the most expensive internet plans. And it was also like, and it was like internet speeds. That you'd get if you're like in Silicon Valley, not in like rural Utah. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, so you're not going to get the value of like those speeds or like that. um, (laughs) uh, What was the word? Uh, When you get immediate action. uh, It's the word word I'm looking for. Where you do something and then it immediately happens on the screen. Input lag. Input lag. There we go. Uh, will be at its best. Like, cause even if you're in like a big city, mm-hmm. um, that has like perfect internet, like Korea or something. Yeah. Um, the speed of light is not Latency. fast there enough. Yeah. To circle around the globe and go to their Google servers. Right. And that's another thing. They and only have those servers in like, I think it's just California. Yeah. So like the further you're away are are away from it, and America doesn't have the best, uh, internet lines to begin with. Uh, compared to like Korea and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know. Have you seen Australia's <laughs> internet situation? Uh, it's, it's very good. It's it's, it's, it's amazing. Ooh. I know. Yeah. Um, they stream into the future. Actually. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's the best cancer see, I've ever seen. No, haven't haven't you? They still use Internet Explorer. <laughs> yeah. It's because the only thing that runs on their internet. Uh, it's because no, like Internet Explorer is still on the flight to Area Fifty One. <laughs> No, nah, because Microsoft is trying to send them the kill code to kill IE so that yeah. Edge could take over, but it's still <laughs> taking forever. But the connection isn't strong enough. Um, uh, anyway, so like that was another red flag to me was like, oh, 
That's, yeah, I, uh, like I'm like I'm I'm stealing the joke from uh, Angriest Pet, where he says like the speed of light is not fucking fast enough. Also, for the input lag, the reviews for it when people were doing reviews, you could visually see the like input lag, and I was like, that does not seem playable in my, in like, and this person is also like in California, and I was like. Now to now for some devil's avocado, there are customers that liked Stadia. Yeah. Oh my God. Redder, shut up. It's in the recording. I know. Okay, I solved it. Okay. Uh, he's just watching porn, I guess. No, I, I, shut I up. have seen reviews of it that pe- that pe- you know that people got it who got it working and really liked it, and I was like, that's great. Now, how do we do that for everybody? Yeah. Sorry, I'm pulling up the and video, the the original video of the guy hitting the space bar, and then like three seconds later, is that his Destiny? Character, yeah. The yeah. second issue I had was they had different pay scales. Yeah. For speed, and different I was like, tears. Yeah, and I was like, that's some BS. Okay, so there's that, and plus also you have to buy the game at full price, yeah, and sometimes and more expensive than a Steam version or yep. like whatever version that you might want to get more conveniently. Exactly. And the, this is kind of like a so this is like kind of like a society thing. I'm just gonna put on my Joker mask. We oh live boy. in a society. Yes. Um, Space King. Consumers have been. <laughs> shut up. Consumers have been like getting complacent with what um, these companies are putting out as products. Like yes. we're we're okay with paying sixty dollars for a game that lags. Yeah. We're, we're okay Whereas with... like no the the product that goes out in the market should be a perfect polish. I mean like. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be like a polished product that works. We're getting used to buying half a game and then it getting patched into its full game right. later. Like a game that will just fucking shit itself uh, because uh, and, and like we're just like that we've just kind of like turned into a society where it's like, uh, you know, it has its good days. It's fun when I play it on like certain when, during certain times. Yeah. I'm like, no, it has to work every time you paid money for it. And that's then like their a, response is, eh, you know, it's fine. That's, that's I, like, uh, I do what I need to. It's like buying lemonade, but you just buy the water, and then someone comes to your house later to give you the lemonade. <laughs> or, <laughs> no, it's, a, it's like buying a car, and then like the car only working some of the time, depending on the because weather. Because they have to patch in the oil and the engine. and <laughs> Literally the engine. Yeah. <laughs> they have to patch the engine. But uh, I... Also, but like, I, yeah, no, I feel sorry for those people, like actual genuine Stadia fans who were yeah. using this. They had a good environment for it. They were playing Destiny for some reason on their Stadia, and they were having fun. They paid, they spent six thousand hours in Red Dead Redemption. They did what they needed to do, but it was also done by Google, which I want to go over Here this Google go. graveyard. Here's the segue. So, killed by gra- gra- uh, Google. All right. So if yeah, a, a good chunk of these like. I have no idea what these are, and like I miss that's Go- be- that's because they only exist. I wanted Google Glass to be such a thing because that uh, that YouTube video was so good. Oh God, yeah. That, I just that you just wanted to so good. You just wanted to say in Scouter. I did. IRL. Yeah, I really <laughs> did. I'm not gonna lie. So <laughs> some of these I do remember. Uh, Dodgeball. It was from 2003 to 2009. It was uh, you would text a number. It would ping where your location is. And it would notify you of friends and points of interest nearby to you. Imagine Google Maps, but worse. 
<laughs> I just saw Google Cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, rip in peace. Hold I, on. That That's ass. There's uh Why do I feel like that's like such a watchdogs thing? It seems like it. Hold on. A real estate on Google Maps. Real estate on Google Maps enabled users to find places for sale or rent in an area they were interested in. Which is like a genuinely... Yeah, but it's like a genuinely cool thing because it's all within Google Maps, which you're already like using. Right. Yeah. Which would have been great, but... Yeah. uh, Like some of the things that I saw here were just like features that I did use, but I didn't use for a while. And then like now I'm just seeing like, oh my God, that's dead. Yeah. Aardvark was a social search service that connected users live with friends or friends of friends who were able to answer their questions. That oh, that just sounds like a... That sounds like Yahoo Answers. Yeah. But exclusively to your group of friends. Well, it's supposed to be like... What, uh, was, what was the Google I know Facebook? Someone. Google something? Google Plus. Google Plus. Google Hangouts. Uh, uh, that's, just a, that's just Skype though, right? Pretty much. Yeah, at this point. Um, So, uh, also on there, there that I was surprised by, uh, which I guess makes sense, uh, the Google toolbar is gone. Yeah. Oh, Google. No, it's still there. Google Code Search. I I remember when this was a thing. I used the Google tool. Wait, what's the toolbox? I should probably Toolbar. I use it. It's like the extension you download for your browser so that you could search straight onto, like, so that you have a Google search bar uh, as, like, one of your toolbars. You can still you can still do that. It's just it's just the ULR now. Yeah. And then you just search through there, and that it works as Google as a, your search engine instead of just. Uh, Google Checkout was an online payment processing service that aimed to simplify the process of paying for online purchases. It was seven years old, and it was killed in 2013. <laughs> and it's so funny that other apps have like taken its place as yeah. now merchants have like gotten more mobile. And now, basically, they just have, like, card swipers that they attach to their phone. Yeah. Yep. Like, people are, like, we saw this a lot during our, uh, during our convention tours. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. Apple Pay thing. Yeah. Little... People are just, like, using their phones as a cash register. And, yeah. like, that's great. Yeah. Uh, ha! What? Ha! Ha! What? <laughs> uh, YouTube for PS Vita. <laughs> oh. Rip. Uh, there's a bunch of YouTube stuff on there. So like YouTube Go and YouTube Originals, which is I'm actually like kind of surprised by. Is it YouTube Red now? I, dude. No, I mean YouTube Go is just basically the YouTube app on your phone, but like you know it's specifically for it. But they just uh, consolidated into just a YouTube, YouTube app. Yeah. Um, Google Originals dude, I, is their original programming. Dude, yeah, I'm I not. Thought that's, I thought that's Google Red now. No. No. YouTube Red. YouTube Red. Was what allowed you to watch YouTube originals. Oh, Red okay. was what pure, uh, premium used to be. Okay. By the way, I am glad they got rid of YouTube originals because they were all garbage. Didn't you like Anime High School or like Anime uh, Detective Agency or whatever? That wasn't a YouTube original. Oh yeah. Oh, is Google Glass on there? And when I couldn't die? find it. Is it still alive? It's not. Well, there's, there, there's, there's probably some that are in limbo because, yeah. like, I think Stadia has been dead forever because it hasn't received an update and whatever mm-hmm. um, until they just re- released the announcement. Google Glass Explorer Edition was aware. Oh, there it is. It was killed in 2015. Oh. Uh, 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 That's the only uh, one I was actually looking uh, forward to. Um, yeah. you Google Hangouts. 
off with their heads. In about two months, Google Hangouts was a cross-platform instant messaging service. It will be over nine years old. Oh, that ends next month. Should we try that before it ends? No. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I just want to try things. YouTube Go app making YouTube easier to access on mobile devices. Just a YouTube app. Yeah. So I don't remember what the video, where I got this information. So you might want to double check me on this. Um, It was a interview with some Google employees talking about how Google, yeah, how uh, they Google has all these really cool projects going on, but they don't invest. They don't like focus. There's like no deadlines or like hyper focused like effort uh, effort into them to actually make like uh, it was. They have they have technology and things already that can go out and make them millions, like hundreds of millions of dollars. But they see it as a failure because it's not in the billions that they make. It's like such a minute number comparatively that it's not worth it for them to finish it. Mm-hmm. And that's such a wild concept for me to imagine. And then I, because Google's such a large, like, company to just be like, you know, a hundred million does is not really worth it. You know, just scrap it. We'll figure out a new one. And it's like, makes me wonder. Because that much investment, also whenever they're going to invest into a new project, is already just burning more money. Right. That, that, but the fact that they can just do that and still be fine I, is so wild. Yeah. I mean, I feel like streaming games in an effort to help those that can't like afford some of the more uh, expensive equipment is fine. I think the true evil that is starting to develop is uh, live service games mm-hmm. that they... that. That demon has slowly been getting stronger, and it needs to stop. It needs to stop. I think it depends on the game. Uh, okay. You're not a fan. You're yeah, a fan um, of gotchas. Well, you got like Destiny, which has done well. Okay. And has a good player base, a healthy player base. And however, as of now, if you buy base game, you literally cannot play half of the base game content because they've removed it from the service. That's not for me to decide. That's just something they decide. And but think like it's still a successful game, in my opinion. Okay. Um, that's a live service game, and if people enjoy it, and they've gotten they've gotten to a point where it is a healthy environment between the company and the players, I think that's fine. Gotcha games I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, because they're just trying to look for those whales and get you to pay a lot of money. Like, I have a friend who spent, like, $800 on Genshin Impact, and I'm like, bro, why? Do you know how many Magic the Gathering cards I could buy with that (laughs) on Magic the Gathering Arena? And he doesn't (laughs) play it anymore, and it's just like, that's that money is just to that game. You get no other value. Well, so, like... Um, I would argue here I am trying to defend whaling on gotcha. Um, oh, no. when you, uh, uh, 
have paid your WoW subscription for like five years and mm-hmm. then you stop playing WoW, right. is that five years worth of subscription wasted? I think that in the case of that, I mean, like, no, I you guess, got your I guess money. You you got you're, your, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're, you're paying you spent, for the, you spent your money and you got your but money. I worth. should say though that you're paying a monthly subscription to to something to like an experience. Yeah, that's not trying to gotcha you more money out of you I mean, at the time of when it was really good. Yeah. Now nowadays, WoW has just gotten just as bad as gotcha games where they're trying to sell you money or like in-game money for real money i don't i don't know how like uh wow works nowadays but so like, they actually, is the subscription service like gone did you make it free no to play? it's still a subscription service although it it's cheaper? up to level 20 is free okay but you don't have access to adding friends uh you can't you can't hey, make a party you, hey did you know that the critically acclaimed uh game final fantasy 14 online is a free <laughs> for up to level 60 and includes the uh award-winning uh expansions uh dragon song and uh shadow break sh- no shadow breakers is too new there was another one. Oh, okay please uh, sponsor us anyways <laughs> so like what what the issue i'm finding now is digital purchases in my opinion have gotten rampant yeah like Loot boxes definitely toxic to, to that area. Yeah, absolutely. There, there should loot boxes. If anything, should be a free thing that you just earn by playing the game. I don't think it's healthy to be putting that, like that those mechanics, into a game where children can play it. Yes, or adults. I um, I very much agree. I think introducing kids to something like that is very dangerous and what makes like these chronic whales and like gambling addicts early um but i do uh, i don't necessarily have a problem with in-game purchases per se as long as you know what you're buying um even if it is an absurd amount of money that no one should be paying but (laughs) you know what you know what you're getting as much as i don't agree with it you have a right to spend your money on what you want as long as you're making a like conscious choice, and you're getting like the emotional investment out of it, yes, yeah, for the money. Whereas you when you're doing a loot box, you could be getting something that's not worth it at all, and you're not getting. You might, you most likely are not getting what you want, which mm. I think is a bad trade, um, and is not good because now it's trying to get you to buy another one and another one and another one. You end up paying way more than you probably would have been paying to just buy it. What like whatever you were going for, and so in-game purchases I on mean, its own that, is not necessarily bad. That can kind of go into the argument made for trading card games like Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic: Gathering of hey, I mean it's cheaper to do the uh, it's cheaper to do the uh, what the, the fuck only the argument box, the only argument I have for that though is it's something physical. That you can then go on and sell outside the game if you really wanted to. Like, yeah, you'd be obviously selling to people who want to play the game. No, what I but was... But you still have value where you can about, get... about, like, just their digital clients. Yeah, digital things, are, on the other hand, are way different and... No, but what I was going to say is, hey, it's uh, cheaper to do this loot box, but we can sell you that one item you want at this price. Right. So... 
I mean, would that change your opinion on it? It would change my opinion if I didn't actually use my real money to get it. If I used like for instance, if I used V Bucks, like for or... instance, like Magic the Gathering, uh, their their game, I have not paid a single dime into that game, Dude, and I've gotten everything I wanted out of it. Yep. Ar- Arena is. Probably the best free-to-play game I've played. And I think that's a good way to do it. I still don't agree with, like, you know, using real money to, like, get random things. But using real money to buy things that you know what you're going to get, I think is fine. It doesn't adhere to the gambling addicts. I'll argue that Master Duel is much easier to play free-to-play than Arena. Are we (laughs) sponsored by any of these games where we want... Hold on. What... Because from what I heard, Master Duel has like four currencies. No, it just has for. one. It just has one. Ritter, it's you're just a fake gems. gamer. You're a fake gamer. You've just been but called wait, out. How, so in Magic the Gathering Arena, you, you have, have gems and gold. You have wild cards. Yeah. That you can use to get singles that you want. Yeah. How do you get singles in Yu-Gi-Oh? Well, it's not currency. You have gems and then you can dust your... Uh, cards into craft points. And How then, many craft points does it take to get like a rare? Generally, uh, thirty. The, every card is like thirty craft points of the specific rarity. So you could just dust th- uh, three of your rare cards to uh, generate one rare card. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, if you have like a billion, uh, but also uh, this is what something that Arena doesn't have is that you can pull a billion copies of Duress. Um, and then you get nothing for the extra additional copies of duress. Whereas, like, I think the additional copies just give you wild cards. After, after four. After no, well, yeah, after four, it goes into your vault, which builds up a percentage and builds up over like a year. And eventually, when you open that vault, you get like sixteen commons and sixteen uncommons. Hmm. Uh, wild card. That does not sound worth it. Yeah, I know. It takes forever. That does not sound worth it at all. Brother, I've been playing this game since November of 2020, ever since Ritter uh, plugged that uh, syringe into my vein. Oh, I fucking <laughs> I fucking shot a trank dart at him filled with heroin, <laughs> and I went... No, as an avid... As an av- avid whale... Not a whale, really. Uh, as an avid player of, like, both trading card games... Um, yeah, no. I'm sorry, Kevin. Not a whale. <laughs> uh, do, do we need to look at the emails? No, no, what we need is his title to be Kevin, not a whale. Yeah. So, like, uh, uh, Master Duel, like, you can uh, basically just like build a competitively viable, like, with all of blinged out with all the ultras and supers that you want, um, within like a month, because in general, like, five thousand gems could like get you enough packs that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in like Magic. It takes forever, especially because every deck needs um, a bunch of rares and mythics that it's going to take you forever to pull them and then, uh, well, to earn enough gold to pull all enough packs. And then when you build that deck, none of those cards are needed for the next deck that you might want to build. Whereas like staples can exist in like Master Duel, whereas like, all right, cool. I spent the 90 Ultra Craft on this playset of this one card. That can go in any deck that I need. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the overall scope I'm trying to say is, like, 
with the introduction of digital goods nowadays, there needs to be some level of ownership that needs to be established in order for it to. You know the the, the you know the funny thing, I think NFTs can work for like trading cards, for trading card games. Stop Assu- it! No, Stop. but like assuming that they commit and like you know it's transferable put you know? that thing back where it came from or <laughs> so help me because <laughs> like no because that, that's basically what um you're talking about like if i want a copy of uh a, an nft of like meatball massacre rest in peace got banned today october 10th um then like i want that nft to be usable in arena and like mtgo and whatever fucking weird side game uh What's that dumb not arena, but like the one that's already dead? That's yeah. already gained the that, Diablo like clone shit. You you just want spell spell throwers or whatever I, spell slingers. You just want NFTs to be like the the meta of like trading card games. I mean, like it's its logical conclusion, but like so. At, and I think it's the phys- only at like physical it's the only tournaments. Thing. You got your boys uh, drawing from their deck, and there's just a SD card in there, and go. <laughs> good i got this card imagine imagine like each player brings in like a flash drive that they plug into like a screen that's on the table yeah and then and then you can play uh, with your digital cards and so like like, a sanctioned event so when they plug it in they have a screen that they see a touch screen that they see and then they have the board screen and then the other player has (laughs) another screen and they just use these touch screens to like start playing cards (laughs) imagine mike that would be so cool mike that's dangerously cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine. I don't that, guys, want these, that. To, I these do, already <laughs> exist. Like, arena opens exist. Like, I want NFTs to die. It's not near as die. cool as what I just said. Don't, you, are you telling me it wouldn't be cool for people to just pull up a flash drive and go... Whoosh. No, I mean, like, like they a, don't pull like, out a like flash a, drive. No, do you want to duel? Yeah. No, How cool would it be? No, nah, for, like, saying... I, I'm pretty sure, like, uh, just at, like, events... Uh, you just have like a god account that has every card imaginable, and you, it's just up to you to build the deck and play the game like optimally. No, you know what they do? They sell very small like cases that you open and you plug into another person's case, <laughs> and you each put in your flash drive, and you now have a full board. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um. Anyways, and they each cost three thousand dollars. And the thing that makes this great is that you're not in the room, and you're both in your separate rooms because you're streaming it on the Google Stadia. And you're both wearing socks. back to <laughs> back to what this episode was about. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, how did we get here? Uh, you we, you got on the topic of card games, and you just went full ham. You went full Kevin, not a whale. <laughs> uh. So. Yeah, digital uh-huh. goods. Kevin. Oh no. I found you a dual disc for $115. <laughs> is that the kind that only fits like an 8-year-old's arm and like is cheap or like is it one of those like vintage ones that uh don't aren't manufactured anymore? No, do you know sure. Is a uh, plain uh <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh in VR when you have Oh god. Yeah, you can do And that. then That's it's so just cool. that video of I summon Pot of Greed so I can draw two cards and summon Pot of Greed. <laughs> no, you can't do that. That's against the rules. Shut up. That is, it's part of the rules. And I play Pot of Greed again. 
No, the best part is you get the animation every time you plug it in. So then yeah. you just get the animation of Pot of Greed, and then you do it again and again. <laughs> and then, like, the, the dual disc just eats the card as you pull another one. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. It shreds it. Yeah. It has a little shred animation. <laughs> um, I mean, like, you could, yeah, just make a VR chat room, I guess. Yeah. It does that. I think they already have one they do. set up for They it. have one. It's I, the one I, that Wayne's radio went to. I, I've been yeah. debating and joining it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really good or not. But oh, I've been, yeah, you've got VR because you d- fancy. Because I am fancy sometimes. Because you wanted to play Alex. I did want to play Half-Life Alex. And you wanted to use accurate finger animations. Yo, those finger animations, though, are on fleek. Anyways, we're getting we're getting to dangerous territory, yeah. guys. Anyways, <laughs> there's some so, mods I think for Alex that. <laughs> Anyways, I think there's some level of the law needing to catch up to digital goods, so we can get some level of ownership back. Was um, it Australia? No, it was no, Sweden. It was. It was. I yeah. think it was Dutch. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Netherlands. They're like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Loot boxes are uh, uh, considered gambling. gambling. Oh, fuck off with that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Europe, though, that told... EA? E- no, it was the Apple and Microsoft, or what is it? Epic? Epic Games and Apple. Yeah. They had the thing where they were like, yo, Apple does have a monopoly on this, and now they need to make it. And they lost that one where they're like, now they got to make it like optional for people to download like third-party apps. Wait, third-party apps? Like, wait, for Fortnite? Because no, for the it, Apple Store. Oh, for iPhones and stuff? Yeah. I, I didn't know about that one. Look it up. It's pretty wild. I hmm. mean, like, it makes sense because they, uh, by blocking off the iPhone from anything else, only curated apps on the Apple Store, then yeah, that stifles uh, creativity. Et cetera, that's et very anti-consumer. Yep. Very anti-pog. Yeah, let me download my sketchy apps. Yeah. That's why I switched Android. Please. I want it to secretly download extra games when I'm not looking. (laughs) So that way when I look, I go, what the fuck? Why is my phone so hot? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I didn't do that. But no, it's... The world is wild right now. And I just hope... We can eventually find a way to catch up to how fast technology is going. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, we are. This is like the new Wild West for us. Is this digital age now? Is there still room for uh, video game streaming as a service? I would say so. Yes, I think. But it's like a, with a with a modicum of like you know ownership, like I want to own the game honestly, and I want to be able to like transfer it to. Steam so the or way I see it is with streaming services. They need to work with game companies to your because you need a you need like a place to store these games if and in the event that this system eventually if it goes down, right? So how would you do that? And so you would need a place to store your games, or maybe at that point there is. A, I don't want to say government issued, but there there's a way for, for regulation. There's a, they ha- they give you an option to download all the games you bought, some and put them somewhere for you to play. 
you wouldn't be able to stream them anymore because you lose that service, but you at least own the game to eventually find a way to play them on your own. So do we think that maybe Stadia could do a peripheral? A peripheral? Uh, You mean like some sort of console? Well, the, (laughs) the way I'm thinking is that plugs into your TV, it has a built-in hard drive that it'll... I think that's the thing that they were selling, right? Hold stuff. No. No. Not the not the hard drive, but a, like a streaming thing for your TV. It was just, Yeah, it was like a dongle. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ding dong. But yeah, at that point, you would be getting into console territory again. Yeah. It would just be a Switch. <laughs> that's why I'm saying like, if they want it to be a streaming service, then they just need to give you access to the games if the event of a company shut down. Uh, something that was kind of like, uh, interesting when i was viewing the uh killed by google website um the google play movies and tv shows is like dead mm-hmm. as of like last year so you couldn't rent you have no way to like rent tv shows and movies or like buy them anymore through the people google play did app. that through the google play app um i way. did because i would sometimes have credit and i was like okay that's how this here's hear me out on this the most ideal way for streaming to be successful is having a monthly payment subscription where you don't own the games, but you can play all the games and have access to all of them. Oh, so like Switch Online. It would be basically the Switch Online or Gamer Pass for yes. the Xbox. Gamer like, Pass. You, uh, yeah, the Xbox, Game Pass. Yeah, the Xbox. But it would be strictly, but it would be a, its own streaming service where you could play it. Like if you had a smart TV and you can just download the app and then you can just play the game through whatever connectivity system you got. Like if it's yeah. your phone or if you had, <laughs> can you imagine how shitty it would be or if, to look or up to your you TV had, and you're like trying to play on your phone? Or if you had, could a, you imagine trying to execute combos and strive <laughs> or if you had a third party controller yeah. that you can connect to your, which TV. the stadia did. Yeah. Not third party, but they had yeah. their own thing. But that's saying giving you the option of just third party. Like there's you know, no, there's nothing they provide. They just provide you the service and you find your own way to plug in a controller and yeah. stuff like that. You know what? That seems very like kind of indie and, very garage heavy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like, not that that's something be- a smaller company would do, but not Google. Yeah. But you, so they're refunding people. What's the statute of limitations on us, like just buying the some of the Google Stadia hardware, like the dongles and like the game controllers? Probably people. And then just, just getting them. a refund on them oh, when the know. January rolls by. Not a clue. And I don't think it'd be worth that much more than what you bought it for yeah because like um i think the controllers do have like some um proprietary bullshit on them where they're not bluetooth enabled or whatever i'm looking it up right now give me a second but like i think you could still do some like you know soldering bullshit your way into the stadia controller so that you could use it as a bluetooth controller i mean you can just get but you got it for free yeah well i don't think that a thing jamie pulled that up Jamie is on it. Um, <laughs> well, while Jamie's looking that up, like you, you could find a lot of third-party like controllers. Yeah, I know, but but Google's refunding you. Are they getting the controller back? <laughs> they are they are doing a not, recall? At, no, I don't think so. They are not actively selling anything regarding the Stadia, except through the Stadia website. You can still sign up for the monthly subscription. <laughs> no, yeah, you can still. Thanks, Jamie. You can still, well, of course, they're going to bleed you dry of whatever up until January when it right. dies. But, like, 
uh for the people who like bought the like stadia pro package or whatever yeah um you know they got like a controller and a dongle that attaches to the tv you know the ones that actually got anything yeah yeah uh, uh you know what they'll probably just sell it as a uh collector's in, item. Uh, the collector's item probably I don't think do so because Google just kind of kills things. Do you well, think? just because you kill it doesn't mean it's not a collector's item. Look at this guy. This guy literally has a bunch of different consoles. Hey, right don't call me out <laughs> like that. That's a drive-by. Shut up. <laughs> uh, do you think that Surprise the Google attack. Stadia collectors will also place it next to their Ouya's? God, I hope so. Does anyone remember the Ouya? No. I know what you're talking about. The yeah. tiny box meant to play Android games only, oh my which God. meant that it played all of three games that were halfway decent and weren't just arcade garbage. Oh, man. That sounds amazing. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> it did not do well, but wait a minute. So that's my that's that's what I think. That's the best way streaming can get across. Could you play Master Duel and Arena on the Ouya? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, God. You know what's one thing because uh, I'm such an addict. Uh, I was like, can I down? Can I like download an Android OS on my Nintendo Switch, <laughs> Kevin? Why? So that I could play Arena on the Switch. <laughs> Just get a Steam Deck, dude. No. Come on. No. Just get a Steam Deck. Ritter no. just needs an excuse to justify his purchase of a Steam Deck. I have not bought a Steam Deck yet. I. No, I I have yet to find a re a good reason for me to spend that kind of money on that because you want to add it to your collection. No, you not say how that, that now works. and then you're like, oh man, maybe I did. Now I do want to <laughs> say this: when Babylon's Fall got confirmed as getting shut down, and they were like, yeah, GameStops are just actively giving them away. I did call a couple of locations to see if they if I could grab a copy, and they're like, we already got rid of them. Sorry. I'm like, damn it. Oof. Did you get your one cent copy of Fallout 76? No. <laughs> but uh, if you look at my collection wall that Mike so rudely pointed out, <laughs> I do have a copy of Two Human, which I went out, oh, which I went out and human. bought the day that the court case came out where Epic's like, hey, Silicon, you're complaining about the Unreal Engine. Did you pay us royalties to be able to use it? And they went, Ugh. and it was like, yep, pull two human from all shelves, delete it from every storefront. No one's allowed to sell it. It's gone. Delete it from existence. I still have a copy, motherfuckers. It's yeah, a yeah. garbage game for anyone who's curious, but yeah, he does have it. I got it. He's he's got the he's got the golden trash bag. It's yeah. like trying to find a cartridge of E.T. <laughs> yeah for the atari it's like you just want to own it i Don't will yeah. i will it. say if they weren't so goddamn expensive i probably would have bought one of the cartridges they pulled from the dump site uh, <laughs> and but uh i did like how they actually dumped them they did i know that's what i'm saying i like it it was a myth for decades and then <laughs> they, they were like it. and then people who were just actively searching for it they're like holy shit we found it and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's real. It actually happened. Yeah. And I think the cheapest cartridge from that sold for, like, two grand. That's the cheapest that I'm aware of. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it was. It, it was, People were bidding like a motherfucker on that. And I don't blame them. 
because I was if it wasn't for the fact that I did not have big boy money, I I would have been bidding on that. I mean, it's for like hardcore collectors and also kind of just like yeah, it's a piece of video game like history. And also mm-hmm. like in terms of like collectible items, that's within the range of like what people buy or like what people spend on like stuff like that. Yeah. 100%. Mhm. They're like Video game, just like every other, like, collectible, like, hobby, has such niche things that if you know the hobby, like, you know, it's like, holy shit, how the fuck do you get that? There, okay, so, story time, Kevin and I went to a local video game convention called Game On Expo, Mm -hmm. and one of the vendors had something they were selling for five grand. I did not even come close to thinking about buying it, but it was still very cool. It was a quality control test unit used to test uh, NES games and systems to ensure they were viable for sale. Yeah, it had like buttons on it. It had buttons. It had plugins. It's like, hey, put the AV thing, put the power here, put the game in here. Test one, pass. Test two, pass. Test three, pass. Okay, this batch is clear. Yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah, it was so fucking cool. I literally looked at the guy. I'm like, how did you get this? (laughs) And they're like, you work for Nintendo. Who are you talking to? Well, the guy was like, yeah, I used to live in Seattle and there was a garage sale from someone who apparently used to work at the Redwood uh, Nintendo site. So dang. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? fuck the wild things that you could come across if you lived in like a big city sometimes well what's funny is uh you guys know freddie wong right yeah. yes he's a comedian youtuber no he's a special effects guy don't know him then uh video game high school no nah, my he, brain's working i swear no, he's, <laughs> no so he makes a bunch of videos that uh a lot of them are like uh, just kind of like a lot of it's gunplay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is it that one that's like a Canadian one? Hmm. The huh? It's it's about his, his company. I think is called like Rocket Jump. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the one where he beats like the best player on an accident? Yes. And that's he gets, video and game like, high school. And like, and he's using the super dated keyboard and mouse, which yeah. is what helps make him good. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you are thinking of it, but. Man, he, that, that dug deep in he my... He was telling a story which I didn't think about until he pointed out. You know how back in the day, fucking every other kid said their uncle or someone worked for Nintendo and they heard this and that or um, whatever? Which I'm almost kind of sad isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> now it's just all the kids like on the internet scene, but but whatever. Anyways. My uncle is Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> um, But he was talking about when he went to school, when he was like... Yeah, everyone else told stories about how people were lying about stuff like that. The problem is with living in that part of Seattle, if someone said their uncle or dad or mom worked for Nintendo, there's a strong possibility they actually work for Nintendo. (laughs) And that what they're saying is legitimate. So I just thought that was kind of cool. And it's just like, yeah, depending on where you live, you could very realistically get your hands on some of this shit i just found out that like i kind of had an inkling about it but i had it confirmed by someone at work but the midwest is chock full of arcade cabinets and classic games 
So if you're if you're in the market for something and you want it on a deal or whatever, head to the Midwest and you might be able to get a fucking deal on some shit. Because everyone and their mom has a basement, which means everyone and their mom has a basement they need to decorate with shit. God, I want a basement. <laughs> I know. I, I think about that sometimes, too. Like, I want a three-story house with a basement and just two stories up. Or so, yeah, so I Would want that be a two-story? So just a house with a basement? A two-story house with a basement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, would you want a- one with a super basement that has a room with a bucket in it? <laughs> a, a room with it's just a closet with a single toilet no Wait, sink okay so just a toilet so my so grandparents how, had the best house i think in my opinion had the best bucket no so they had so they, they it was just a one-story house with a basement but it was the coolest basement i've ever seen to this was it day. like a a dad den it so uh so the second level, or the bot, the the, ba- the basement level, a daddy den, if so, you will. First of all, no. the, <laughs> first of all, I, when you walk into this house, to the immediate right was my grandfather's like uh, uh, favorite chair, office room, oh, okay, or office, and then sh- uh, right in front of you was the uh, wooden stairway that brought that went that went down, okay, and it was and it it was rugged. So it was just this black rug that went down. So it was really nice. To the left was just a loft. And then past the stairway was like the kitchen, the... Uh, the rest of the house. The rest of the house. It had the main, uh, the master bedroom to the left. And then it had uh, three guest rooms to the right with a hallway to a bathroom over there. It's as a big well as one-story like, house. Like, I, yeah, it was awesome. Where and, is this at? Uh, this was off of Greenfield and something else. It was a. Let me, let oh, me so explain. this is so this is a house in the Metro Phoenix area, because that yeah. doesn't sound like a house that I've it, ever not seen. Not Metro, not Metro. Like this is still like urban, I mean, or suburban. My bad area. Um, this is like this sounds like an old build. It was not it, like, old. It was actually a very yeah. This doesn't sound house. like a Mesa house. This was a. It was a really nice house. Let when me, I when I say old build, I mean it was built before like a lot of the infrastructure and stuff came out over here. I mean, no, because it was very modern stuff. It looked very new, but also my grandmother was OCD, so they would uh, they would like always keep it organized and nice. And my father uh, did well, is a tile worker, so he did all the tile for the house too. Yeah, yeah. So it was really nice. And so, anyways, so yeah, it was like it was a three bed uh, to that hallway with a bathroom in between them, and then. Uh, one of the rooms was used for my brother and myself for our, uh, our computers. <laughs> you just have a computer room. Yeah, and then the gamer room. To the left of that was the bathroom. Left of that was a, was one of the guest bedrooms, and the left of that was the other guest bedroom. There's an entire wing of the house you never have to leave. <laughs> yeah, because right outside rad. that was the kitchen. Uh-huh. So, anyways, you just have the pizza guy deliver straight to your window. So let me explain. And then this. Yeah, and then you have the bathroom and yeah. the gamer. Room. Yeah. So I was like, and then so in the backyard was a orange orchard, orchid, orchard. Uh huh. It orchard? had it had had about it was like nine by nine orange trees in the backyard to the left, and then so your grandpa has land and okay. and then it was like lemon like little trees up in front of you, and then to the right was this unknown area that you could hide and stuff. Okay. And because man, I'm drawing such a blank in that that 
area. I don't know why. Because it's part of your childhood trauma. You don't go far. Yeah, yeah. You don't go past. You don't go past the, right. the orange orchard. Yeah, and uh, you know it's completely walled off. It's where they so live. So this is all within like the walls. Okay. And, Wall Maria. Yeah. Yeah, and this is just the first level. When do we get to the daddy den? So let's get to the basement now, right? So you go down. The, <laughs> so you go down the stairs, and immediately as you get down to the stairs, right directly in front of you is like um, is like the bar. Oh shit! Yeah, a bar, a basement bar. Yeah, Sick. it's a basement bar uh-huh. that uh, that they, that where they kept all the the their, their alcohol. Okay. Did he um, actually that, like stock it with stuff? Yeah, they actually had stuff in it. Okay. Um. Now, mind you, it's all carpet except for that bar area, which was tile again. Of course. And then, to the left of that, was another basically living room that you could have like people like a tv yeah a couch a theater and then it kind of like opened up to the to the left like because then then be like the wall and then left to that was a pool table and then just rows of all the movies they've collected in their lives (laughs) and it was massive and then to the right of that was another bathroom and then two more guest rooms. Of course you'd want... Oh, my God. Guest rooms downstairs, <laughs> yeah. too? Shit. Dude. It was so cool. Are they selling their house? <laughs> no, mean, they put their heart and soul into that house. They, they did eventually sell it. Okay. Um, and you well, didn't. fuck me, I guess. Yeah. No, dude. I, I'm so sad that they, they sold it. Like I am heartbroken to this day that you they sold You have, like, three house. generations of families that could live there. There was. My uncle lived there. Yeah. Um, my gra- Actually, it was just my uncle and my grandparents. And then they just have family just show up to, like, visit all the time. Yeah. Like, family would come in from Chicago, and they just hang out. They sleep in one of the many guest bedrooms that were there. I bet. My uncle lived in the basement. Uh, so he just, because while he was going to, like, while he was in college, he just lived yeah. in the basement. And yeah. then when he finally graduated college, he, uh. He was like, can I not graduate college? Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to leave? <laughs> yeah, no, he eventually got his own house and stuff like that okay. once he graduated. But, like, it was just one of those things where he just kind of, it was so cool. Like, it was such a cool, like, area. And then, I like, mean, that's the goal, Mike, for God, all of us to yeah. also make our own daddy dens. It, yes. It was. We uh, are currently recording in my papa den. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, I wanted that kind of basement. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like an entire fucking house underground. It really it, it really felt like it. There was no kitchen, obviously, but, uh-huh. you know, I wish there was. I don't know. You get a hot plate in there, you got a kitchen. <laughs> I mean, like, people have done with less at college dorms. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, it was a pretty decently sized, like, little lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, in the suburbs. It was, like, other houses were around them. But were they also built like that? Uh, I don't know, but they were also they were just as nice. I would say probably not. It probably slightly smaller, just slightly. Um, granted, my grandfather made a lot of money at one point in his life. So, yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, he was a software engineer. So. I, I thought it was gonna go darker. Than I thought it was like a farmer. <laughs> no, uh, one he of my farmed, grandfa- he my other gra- my my other grandfather was a farmer. Mm-hmm. No. So. He farmed something. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, he was like a contractor that had to like, that like flew to Chicago to do work and then come back on the weekends. Oh. Yeah. My, my dad almost built an, uh, an airport, but then he moved. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, but there's a side story in my life. A uh, rest in peace, Stadia. 
Yep. Yeah. And, and can you believe that he did all that software engineering from his house remotely as he streamed his workstation? Yeah. <laughs> on was, Google Study. It was before streaming. Yeah. So like, uh, one thing that also is kind of going by the wayside. Back, back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Um, is that developers actually use Stadia to work remotely? Um, oh, on yeah. like some of their on some of their games, uh, because then they they didn't have to like lug around a bunch of like expensive equipment and shit. Um, and one of the things that everyone likes to make fun of Google for, and like, like I like to make fun of Google for is that, Hey, do you remember 2020 when like everyone was stuck indoors and like computer parts were hard to get by and like it was hard to get a PS five. Wouldn't it be like such a great idea if there was some sort of service that allowed you to like, stream video games to a facility that could run those video games yeah yeah i the my favorite post about stadium <laughs> to kind of start closing out the episode was uh man you know stadia it just didn't have everything going for it if it released at a better time it would have done better <laughs> it released during a time where video game uh sales were at an all-time high because people were indoors Everyone was indoors and at home looking for hobbies to do. Uh, computer uh, sales and everything were through the roof. And it was during a time where my microprocessors were at an all-time low. So physical consoles and computer parts were at the most difficult to obtain. Man, they had nothing going for them. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, it is the biggest... It's one of Google's biggest fumbles that just highlighted everything they put in the graveyard it also highlighted their inability to understand how to fucking do video games their 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 lack of awareness yeah is riveting it's a yeah it's if they were like kind of more humble about it um if they and they weren't and if they treated this as like you know as a please uh hey new projects please excite please get excited we're hoping it does well instead of like no uh this is how it's going to work um and it's going to survive uh, a bill a more billion years. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put on my tinfoil hat and just kind of think that the the um uh, the lead uh person along with his team had to basically sell this to Google so they could get this project off the ground and that's how they had to present it and uh, that's what they had to, and and they were already in so deep they just had to keep rolling with it. Hmm. But otherwise, they knew like Google. I mean, would like, just yeah, I think that's down. how Google works. Is that yeah. like uh, a bunch of people have these project ideas that they present, and then uh, John Google like gives <laughs> John them, Google gives them a blank uh, blank check and says, "Make me uh, three more billion dollars by the end of the year, or yeah. else you're dead." And I think that's what happened. And I think he didn't. Yeah, they they didn't make enough money, and he sent in the Google ninjas. Yeah, and they they took care of it. And with no uh, Stadia head. The, the entire project was like, okay, yep, time to die. Time to commit unalive. Yep. And then no one survived. But, you know, with that, thanks for letting us rant about Stadia. <laughs> I, was that what we were talking about? I guess. I thought a, we were talking about... I thought we were talking about loot boxes. Anyways, uh, please subscribe to uh, Xbox Game Pass. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us at Twitter at GamersDozen. Uh, if you like us, listen to us more. Uh, our upload schedule has been shit. I can't promise it'll get better. We blame Jamie. I yep. 
Fuck you, Jamie. But <laughs> with that, I'm Ritter. Glag. <laughs> I'm Kevin, not a whale. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>